iris cast, oh iris cast, it's a podcast about the iris prize. Okay, and we're back. Um, so, Wednesday, October 10th, um, Cineworld, 7pm, was it 7pm? Uh, we're still talking. I am still with my wonderful guest, I, um, Rianne Dixon, talking about Iris Prize. Hello! Um, so the next block was Masculinity, um, which was a bizarre I... collection of films. Yes, right. I... Something about Alex's last film, I'm going to talk about that. But there was no masculinity about female masculinity. Yeah. It was just men, It was. I well, think. Didn't you turn to me halfway through when we, we were watching um, Michael, Joseph, Jason, John, uh, which was just about two men having, like, just hooking up. And yeah. we're like, why is this about masculinity? And I was like, it's two men fucking. There you yes. go. They're slightly just, mask for mask. It was bizarre. Okay. I just, I just, it, it was so male focused. And I was just like, okay, where... Where am I in yeah. this? Because I'm a very masculine female, I think. Butch. Butch. I don't know. <laughs> well, some I things I do is life. quite more masculine than what most of my friends do. And I was just like, I want to see how I look on this screen. Yeah. I wasn't there. No. I wasn't of there Of course you weren't. No. Um, so the first one was Crashing Waves, which was four minutes of interpretive oh, dance. God, I loved it. loved it. And I'm really sad that I didn't talk to one of the dancers earlier. Because he was... Oh my god! He you just sounded him? like a delight, and he came with a look every single day. Yes, like, his dog collar. Jesus the Q and A, the Q and A. He like got up and was like in a leather fringe jacket, and I was like, I must be friends with this person. And um, in chapel, yeah, when every he was dancing, single every song, oh, he was. We're on obsessed it. with this man. We didn't learn his name. Great. Um, I, I just the film was just stunning. He knew oh, what was, it was happening. So he knew good. The plot. And it, it was, was about- quick. It was quick. It was shot and it had such an impact. Um, I thought it was going to do much, much better, and it. I I don't know why. I don't know why it didn't do much better. No, neither did I. The war room, uh, the Israeli one, which I truly believe at this point will play for the next kind of forty to fifty years in a museum somewhere. Do you know what I've written about this in my article? I was just like, it's very art house. It's very arty. It's um, it's it'll appeal to some. It'll not. It's it's it, it was. It's about his um, personal uh, time in the Israeli military, and I love the use of the music, especially when it drives military like equipment sound, and it actually makes like a musical piece. Yeah, I love it when it like how it was composed. Yeah, I just didn't get. The, I just didn't. I think you were just meant to kind of sit there and let it wash over you. Like it wasn't, it wasn't telling a story. It wasn't like it was just different themes. It was art. It was different it themes was. being presented to you, and you just had to. It was highly experimental, and I couldn't take it. my eyes off it. I really like, honestly, I was sat there. I was like, I can't tell if I hate this or absolutely love this. It's and a I, bit like Marmite. I feel like I. It's, it's a Marmite absolutely film. love it. I feel like I would never want to watch it again, but really enjoyed it. Um, so the next one was Michael, Joseph, Jason, John. I've written this a very nice review. Oh, I was just nice. like, I, I, I think I should. The sound mixing was bad and they used um, a MIDI soundtrack. There was a lot of vigorous nipple licking. Um, vigorous nipple licking. <laughs> that resonated. I had completely I re- forgotten about that. I remember like the sex scene, like the foreplay. There was extreme foreplay and there was a lot of nipple licking and that stuck with me. 
that a very resonated long time. with you. You were like, yeah. I feel seen. And um, there's a bit where he pulls out like a little. I, I don't want to say box like, cut, cutter, uh, like yeah. an exacto knife. Because um, the director was interested in the idea of the uh, when I stand killing you. I've never thought that before. I'm nah. No, I do. No, you do. <laughs> Ruined no. one night stands. No, I can never sleep next to a stranger ever again. My main, uh, my main fear now is uh, because I own my house. If one of these random hookups comes back, they'll know where I live. <laughs> I can't move. I've spent too much money, like being here. I can't. They're gonna have to die or something. Um. So the next one. Also, was... uh, with um yeah. Michael Joseph, Jason, John. I thought the brunette was Paul Rudd. Oh. It was not Paul Rudd. It was not Paul Rudd. It, it, Paul Rudd. From a d- when he was like not starring away. in short films. No, no. He's Ant Man now. <laughs> he has millions of Dolores. <laughs> right. Um. Yeah. I don't. Um. I didn't. I thought it was great. I thought it was high camp. I didn't think. Um. It was at the production level that Iris. That is not what I expect at Iris Price. Yeah. That is something I expect on like early morning American. Yeah. Programming. But like neighbors. No rape. No, it was that you know. <laughs> it was consensual. It was, an, it was a good, enjoyable film in that sense. It wasn't dark. Like it was a really bright-looking film. Yeah, which which made a change because they were all so nice. dark. They were also dark. I didn't right. have to squint. Ren boys, which fucking, uh, fucking love this film. Oh. I'm trying to find it online so I could show it to people because all the films are online. Oh yeah, they are. They're on Pimlico. Pimlico. Right. Yes. I need to get on that. Um, Ren boys was. Incredible the first time round, the first time round, not the second time round. Well, you knew what was happening. Yeah. I still loved it. I, I love. It's one of those films where, um, you gotta you want to show it to other people. Yeah. So I want to show it to everyone I know and be like, oh, you gotta look at this. You gotta see this film, and that's what I love about it. I love films like that. Uh-huh. It was like plot twist after plot twist. The men were really hot. <laughs> That's what you came for. They were absolute snacks. Snacks. I loved it. I don't think I've my how I felt about film changed so much. So it was just like, oh cute, they get mad. Oh god, why is she taking a photo? Oh no no no, shit. (gasps) There was yeah, yeah. A lot happened in a space of eleven minutes. Eleven minutes. Eleven minutes. It felt much longer. It did. And that's not that's not a bad thing for this film because. It was enjoyable. It was packed. Yeah. I think um I think the main thing for me was I need to be able to watch a film a second time and still get something out of it. And I feel like that's a very, that's this a good one point. Yeah. you watch it and you kind of know everything. There's not like there's not some complicated bit of dialogue that reveals something else. Um so that was just something that I thought. I I thought it was going to do well. We're be- going so slowly through this. Are we? This is going to be like four parts. It'll come out over the space of a week. It'll be fine. Okay, cool. That's fine. Um, literally, yeah, just Rem Boys was just... I just loved it. I loved the colouring. I loved the graininess of the visual I look. I hated that. I loved it. I didn't... I, I was like, why has he filmed on such a cheap camera? And then he was like, we did it all on film. And I was like, you should have told us that from the beginning. Because that that's a medium oh. choice rather than like a... And that's the thing. That's... That's why it did so well. It just went uh, and did something else. I did film. They love like one a... minute shot. Yeah, that is what you should do for festivals, especially if you're just starting out. Yeah, like you could do, do all something the high already. Res. Yeah, that's it. That's what it is. That's what they like. Yeah. Um. There's something about Alex. I loved it. I thought it was I... meh. 
I thought it was really I didn't I got confused Well so I So is Is he a boy I think it's early transition I think is what it was meant to depict So Was it a girl so Transition into a boy Or yeah. boy does it Right And it's meant okay. to And it's meant to predict How He views himself Out of context of How everyone else views him That makes And it really should have It really should have ended When the mother slapped The um Alex because, And then it comes to a girl Yeah Yeah and, and that's when it should have Just been lights out End and Yes Because I like, was like A major <gasps> protest Because then I would have gotten it Yeah But then it goes it back It just kept going And it's like No What are you doing And there was like Screaming but in a field yeah, see, I interpreted that screaming As Alex Yelling at another version Of Alex In a space dimension Or like, something The male version of Alex Shouted at his At his His Inner female because he doesn't oh. want to transition. That's what I picked up on that one. That's what I interpreted. I could be wrong. It's a very another bright color. Yeah, bright film. I think you're right. Um, right. Thursday, eleventh of October. Finding Pride. Did I? S- what was I doing? You weren't. You weren't here. What you... was I doing? It, this was twelve o'clock on a Thursday. This is ten a.m. on a Thursday. You weren't at a wedding. I was picking up my filmmaker, Erica Rose, yes, yes. who has been on the podcast. I was trying to figure out what, because I missed Mrs. McCutcheon, uh, but I saw it during the youth shorts and I fucking loved it. Honestly, it should have won. I just loved it. Oh, Mrs. McCutcheon was, it was like the Nanny McPhee of gay shot cinema. Oh, it was a delight. It was so, oh, I cried. So fun. Right. What did you think of this block? Because you saw all right, this block. Tasty. I was so, so excited for this film. Again, no trigger warning. Oh, was there a rape? <laughs> there wasn't rape. It was just, it was based on a real life um, just, drug raid okay. that happened in Tasty Nightclub in 1993 oh. in Australia, where the, um, oh, what's the word? Police. Yeah, the police. Uh, no, not the police. The people who went there. I can't think of the word. Because customers. Be, customers. Yeah, we'll go with customers. Customers, they were, um, they were... Stripped of their human rights basically oh. They used dirty gloves They didn't change their gloves for each person They had to be stripped naked They were in a cavity searched And they and the, like It was proper Australian film Like the script was really unfiltered It was really like aggressive oh. And one of the police officers Knew one of the um, customers Sounds like a 10am so film At Iris Brothers <laughs> It was just Just a way to start the day uh, It was it was beautiful. The club scene was absolutely gorgeous. Like UV lighting, neon paint. Like the uh, the costume designs were fantastic. The styling was great. Really on point. It was just, it was hard. It wasn't. It wasn't like any of the of the rape films. It was still a hard film to watch. And like the script for the police, was like, it was good, but it was it was a tough watch. Yeah. It was a good film though. Um, Dario, I love Dario. It's about this uh, boy who wants to become a dancer, but his mother's just like, "You're wasting your time. You got to work at your father's, at your uncle's, a convenience store," and he doesn't go dance practice anymore. But there's a guy who fancies him, uh. but he that that's not anything to do with the story. It's just about his family accepting him to dance. So he's got this little dancing family, and it's all filmed at a carnival. And they had to do it really, oh, really, fun. really, really quickly. The costumes were great. Like, um, the actor who plays Dario is not actually an actor, he's a dancer. 
all the people there's a scene where he rides a bus to the carnival and everyone in the bus is actually his real life family oh they filmed at his house as well and like the director was really really nice because we had some we had some interesting directors at this, yeah uh, they this uh, decided to do um a q a after every iris i like short which was um kind of a they should have given us a five minute break to go to the loo and write down questions and then had the Q and A, yeah, but they just sort of had it directly. But after. I'm really glad they do do Q and A. Yeah, because they get like liked it a lot more this year. Yeah, I thought it was a really good idea. Like if I if like if the guy from the first film from the Swedish film actually came, then we maybe I know what was going on. Yeah, um, <laughs> see if I was just being too dark. Maybe uh, superheroes. Oh, this was really cute. It was like Mrs. McCutcheon. You had all the fun ones. It was like Mrs. McCutcheon's film. Like the acting was, you know, it was kids. It was fine. Yeah. And it was really, really cute. It was about this little boy who gets bullied because he's short. And um, this lesbian character, she gets bullied. There's like a little major plot twist amongst one of the bullies. (laughs) The fight scenes, they could have done with a bit of work. It was like, look at that wilting flower. (laughs) Instead of like a proper punch, you saw it. <clears throat> it was really floppy. Sort of like push. a little shove. Like, yeah, the shove looked more like an inconvenience than an aggressive attack. Yeah. But it was really cute and it was really nice that they didn't, like, they still had a voice so they didn't let the bullying get to them too much, which you get in films that depict bullying. Is about yeah. The victim goes into like this really self-hatred. And oh, they never God. have dialogue. And yeah, they're just like, oh, crying. But these guys were like, like the headmaster's son was the bully and they were like your son's an asshole yeah why don't you deal with your son bloody bloody blah, blah, blah. And oh. they were, it was just a really nice good film that's fun it was a fun film i really liked it and then the last the only real fun film <laughs> at oh. iris prize this year mrs mccutcheon mrs mccutcheon was so what a delight good. Oh. it was so sweet like oh everything about uh, trevor that little boy with the missing tooth what a delight it's um it's about it's about an Australian gender non-conforming child who goes to like a new school and he makes friends with a Maori boy called Trevor and the the primary school teacher is like so fucking good at acting. She was like she was amazing. She was just I love so her. Good. Um, and it was really nicely well. It was just nicely the mother was done great. and it was fun and all like, everyone was giving hundred and ten percent. Like even the children and there were so many children. <laughs> was and like you know the kids and the acting yeah. can be but you just didn't it give a shit really it was good. just so nice i cried Ugh, i didn't cry because i cried i was this just happy this is my skin and this is your skin blub just Ugh. weeping oh god and just it was just the, the headmaster that was good acting yeah it was very educational this is the type of film you show primary schools to teach them about this type of stuff. Yeah, and how we all just want to dance. Um, yeah, it was just it was just so sweet. So on the Wednesday night, they had free rum at the pop up, and I treated that like it was a personal drinking competition. I was putting my own drinks by the end. Um, I uh, had a lot, um, and I had so much that I was describing how much I drank to um, someone at the festival the next day, and I lost count while telling them how much I drank. Um, so it was it was interesting, and then I threw up four times during the night. Um, and then I... Were you that drunk? Yes. Jesus! Um, I was like, I, like, it wasn't, it was so close to, like, um, I think it was just, like, mixing all the different mixers. I think the minute that I was, like, rum and coffee drink, 
of course. <laughs> that was when it sort of went off the rails and I was like... I drank. I'm not a drinker. And I drank every night. Every night. Every night. Yeah. Every night I was drinking and I was out till it's two. It's Prize. Seven it's till two a.m. Not shifts. for uh, not for alcoholics. Oh God, no. Ugh. Um, yeah. So that was that was that was me coming towards coming to, and then I had to go pick up my filmmaker at the airport for nine thirty, and I was like, I gotta get a Lucasade because <laughs> I'm dying. Um, right. So I made it back for the uh, for the. 12 p.m. block, uh, shorts five. Looking back, which was just weeping. Uh, loads of documentaries. I was just crying. This was yeah. This was very much um the documentary block. So when the world changed was a documentary about the lesbian nurses and psychologists and lawyers who worked during the AIDS crisis in Boston. It was so interesting. I loved it. Crying the entire way through. Um, It was 10 minutes too long. They should have cut the introduction and then the epilogue because it made it seem like it was like, it was just, it was bad. People will get what you're talking about because the, the content and the interviews were edited in a way that was really accessible and you could just get right into it. And for some reason, very, very well researched every point they had. Yeah. They, they had they had a newspaper clipping yeah. or they had like a, a photo it yeah. was it was, yeah, just, it was it was so good it was nice to see well not nice but it was interesting to see it from a viewpoint of the nurses because you always see it from the viewpoints of the victims the victims families but the nurses who had to literally see it every day yeah. dealing with new people every day had to see all the death it was it was just a really good documentary it was so well done yeah it was it was great and, and the ending where they show how each of them met and knew each other I yeah that was, really that nice. was so i genuinely was like weeping when they were like and they're a couple and i was like i can't and i, I have just a dog. can't oh. oh it was too much um yeah that was a delight but i i didn't like the kind of like the bit where it was like like it blacked out and then it went epilogue on the screen it's like you don't need this Mm-mm. we we know what we can gather what happened <laughs> yeah it'll be okay um bachelor 38 oh actually no going back to that oh. you know the introduction where they're just like yeah this is the it they was, had dynasty yeah. and this loads of random facts that made no sense to me except for dynasty except they, for dynasty yeah because they had the opening gay character but there was loads and loads of I can't remember all of them I remember Dynasty was one of them it was yeah it was just like things that happened in like 1983 or something yeah but they were all very random yeah I thought um, I just thought that beginning bit was a bit long um, Bachelor 38 by Angelica Clark okay I cried at the third I cried th- at the third the, thing because I found it so relatable uh, yeah. the third viewing I was just like oh no this is too much for me. Um, yeah, because they showed it at the opening last year. And it's about... It's an interview with... Um, uh, um, Brian... An elderly gay man who lives in Cardiff. Brian... Um, surname impending. Surname, can't remember. Um, and it's all about his... Um, like, his growing up before, like, um, homosexuality was legalized and all sorts of things. Um, and he was just saying like they used to wear like little red handkerchiefs yeah. and like pinky rings. It was just so sweet. I think it's. Um, it was really sad. Though. Yeah, and it was just relatable. Ah, uh, it's so well edited, and he's talking about like his first love and how he met and everything, and it's, it's such a delight. Go see that one. I think if you're like wondering what from Iris Prize you should see if you have to like physically buy a film, I think that one. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. The great. That Mrs. McCutcheon. 
Yes. Yes. Um, the next one was the red tree, which I this was hated. Re- this was so interesting, but the visuals they added to this really horrendous this thing that I didn't even know ha- that happened. Yeah. You don't get. You weren't taught this in secondary school. Yeah, it was school. about. Um, what was it about? Mussolini's reign and how he treated the gays in 1938, 1939. Someone remembers it. I've been, I, you've I, been doing it. Yesterday. You've got the reviews. Yeah, yeah. And um, basically now it's like a tourist place. Yeah. It's a tourist place and the best British shops one is next. Oh. Um, and oh, the, the, Man wearing the bride's costume. This is this is like a very serious topic. All these gays in and they've just got like were sent fun to an island dancing. Basically, oh, what's the word where you get sent to an exiled. island? Exiled. Exiled. And like they were treated badly by the military, and all they had with themselves, and the visuals for it, like the red, I understood. Didn't make any sense. Yeah. Not at all. I. I no. Anyway. Uh, yeah. We will see you tomorrow for our next installment of the Iris Cast, where we talk about Best of British. It's a podcast about the Iris Prize.